Hi, I'm Jalen Rose, and welcome to the Renaissance Man podcast, proudly presented by the New York Post. Next up, we have wellness warrior and spiritual leader, Queen of Fool. She's a best-selling author who's advised people like Erica Badu, Nipsey Hussle and Lauren London, Jada Pickett-Smith, and countless others who have read her books on how to heal yourself through diet and spirituality. Next up, we have wellness warrior and spiritual leader. Coming up, I talked to Queen of Fool about her self-care tips, wellness and hip-hop, and being at the forefront of the vegan diet movement. Up next, Queen of Fool. Let's go. Hi, I'm Jalen Rose, and welcome to the Renaissance Man podcast, proudly presented by the New York Post, a show where we cover trends in fashion, entertainment, current events, and everything in between. Download the podcast, leave a five-star rating, what's been your favorite theme, who's been your favorite guest, who would you like to see on the show? This week's theme is health is wealth. We put so much effort in taking care of business and taking care of others that we forget sometimes to put our oxygen masks on first, like they tell you on the airplane, and take care of ourselves. But eventually, it'll catch up with you. According to the CDC, 40% of annual deaths from each of the five leading causes are preventable. It's not enough to go to the gym. We got to hydrate, meditate, go to therapy, get enough sleep, enough sunshine, make enough regular doctor appointments. Don't wait. It's an investment, not an expense. Health is like money. We never have a true understanding of it until it's gone. Do what you can now to make sure you're operating at your highest capacity later. My next guest knows all about that. Queen of Fool has made a name for herself as a healer and teaching others through her books and workshops how to heal themselves. She's worked with celebrities like Nipsey Hussle and Lauren London, Jada Pickett-Smith, Erica Badu, and more. Coming up, I talked to Queen of Fool about self-care tips, wellness and hip-hop, and being at the forefront of the vegan diet movement. Up next, Queen of Fool. Hi, I'm Jalen Rose, and welcome to the Renaissance Man podcast, proudly presented by the New York Post, a show where we cover trends in fashion, entertainment, current events, and everything in between. My next guest is a holistic health practitioner and wellness coach. Queen of Four is a best-selling author who has advised people like Erica Badu, Common, and Lauren London, plus countless others to not only read her books on how to heal yourself through diet and spirituality, but also through wellness. She's a mother, a teacher, and a queen. It is my honor to welcome Queen of Four to the show. Thank you very much. 
Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor to me to be on your show. Thank you. It's my pleasure. I have to ask, when did the idea of wellness enter your life? And what was it that drove you to want to teach and deliver messages of health to others? Well, I started this in 1969, my path to wellness. I was extremely sick. I had asthma, allergies, hay fever, PMS, arthritis, headaches, the works. But I also was living a fast food, um, toxic lifestyle. And so that correlated. <laughs> toxic living, toxic eating, toxic body, toxic spirit, all of that. Well, I went on a healing retreat that changed my life. It was three days. I went through a cleansing. I started to eat um, the live foods, vegetarian food. It was called vegetarian, not vegan at that time. I met herbalists. I met yoga teachers. I met a new life and nutritionalists and, and those who prepared whole foods. Well, I, when I got off the bus, I, I, because I was um, you know, allergic to you know, grass and trees and hay fever, the asthma kicked in. I didn't bring my medication with me. The allergies, everything is scratching me, itching, the wheezing. And for the first time, I, I call it impeccable listening now, I mm -hmm. actually heard my inner voice connect and told me what to do because I was having an asthma attack. Mm -hmm. And it was saying my first formula, which was grapefruits, lemons, and oranges. I looked to my left, I was in a cafeteria, I put my suitcase down, I went right to the grapefruits, lemons, and oranges, and rose hips tea. And that's what I did, I took that for a whole day. And, then, and that night I sat in front of a fireplace and because I couldn't lay down, chronic asthmatic, the lungs could just collapse. So my laying, my sitting up, the heat was coming to my lungs and that's part of the sweat, like the sweat lodges I've taken many people on, bathhouses, experiences. And then that next day, because I was fasting and having only citrus and water and teas, mucus, I was going through a detox. It drained out of my nose, my mouth, my eyes for about an hour. I came out of the uh, bathroom and I, I could breathe on my own without an injection, without medication, without a pump. I was shocked. And that was my awakening to this path. And there's a book I, I picked up that really got me on my path. And so I went home with it. And that was Dick Gregory, Cooking with Mother Nature. He was my literary mentor, him and his nine children and his wife. And, and from that time, I changed my lifestyle. And I went on two to three 21-day detoxes. Mm. I juiced, I bathed, I fasted, I cleansed, I moved into a holistic lifestyle and the, the allergies left completely, my PMS left completely, the headaches, along with the asthma. So I was really, um, I was renewed. And then from that point on, I started to tell my friends and my family about the good news that we don't have to be sick, that mm. there is a way out of it. And that's what led me, I'm still doing the same thing from 1969 to now. Wow, this is incredible. So many follow-up questions. And this is clearly before this was even called vegan like it is today. Mm -hmm. So at this time, when you and Dick Gregory and so many others entered this journey, how was it being received by your peers and how was it being perceived by, by society? Well, it wasn't. Um, but I was so convinced because my life was saved and I had changed. And I, it was a drastic shift. Um, so I, I remember getting on my, I'm a biker and still am. And I remember getting on my bike and I was right. And I had flyers and I was invited. I, I wanted everyone to come to my home. I prepared a vegan, um, banquet mm -hmm. <laughs> and 
I gave, I went to the whole health food stores, I went to yoga, I went everywhere in, in Brooklyn. And one person came after my 500 flyers. <laughs> so that let you know, people were like, what, really? I'm not interested. But that one person changed my life because I spoke to that one person for eight hours. I was so full because I was doing self-education at that time. And he was so inquisitive, I had so much to teach him. But it got me so fired up till I later on became a consultant in this work. And I started to then really have workshops and classes and seminars and all of that. But that one person allowed me to, to, to talk and to share all that was in me and my own personal testimony, that was really all I needed to get going. And I've been going since. And you know, out of that came the books and the classes and the travel around the world with this work. You mentioned some what I consider, and I even have, for example, poor mucus, uh, almost health conditions that we have that are pre-existing. And you just talked about some of the things that you can eat and some of the things that you can take. So what would you advise um, as some things that just people who have pre-existing conditions, and you've heard a yes. lot about this in particular during the pandemic, some Absolutely. things they should take and apply to their diet and or like pills or vitamins and things of that nature? Well, some of the things I'm going to, I'm going to share very quickly. Some of the things you can do that's right in your house right now. You just don't even know how to do it or how often you should. So anyone who's having a respiratory issue, which is connected to the allergies or possibly connected to science congestion or shortness of breath and clogged sinus and all of that, you could just um, squeeze two limes twice a day and eight ounces of warm water. The warm water helps to expand. The citrus helps to break down that congestion. So you would do that in the morning. Now, if you have really heavy congestion and do that uh, twice a day, first thing in the morning before you eat anything and before you go to sleep at night, in about three to four days, mucus will start draining out of the nose, the mm -hmm. mouth, the eyes. And that means that the congestion, whatever what we call um, asthma, allergies, hate, it will start detoxing out of your system. You can also um, um, take ginger. Ginger is a wonderful way to um, get the circulation up if you have numbing uh, around the fingertips, around the face. And that's also a pre-stroke. So you want to watch that numbing. Mm -hmm. That means the body is shutting down. The arteries are clogged up. And so just taking yourself a ginger root, the size of your palm, run that through the juicer or blender, and you may add some fresh citrus juice, like fresh uh, grapefruit juice or pineapple or um, orange or tangerine juice, about four to eight ounces of that. Put the ginger in the size of your palm and then a cup of water and blend that up. Take that down. That's going to break up the mucus in your lungs, in your throat, in your sinus, and get in your blood moving. So if you have that numbing that's happening and those are, those are just two things you could begin to do. And I would say, just start cutting back, particularly when the sun goes down, your body cannot process the starchy foods and the animal content. So I would say to when, when in the dinner time, have a, even if you're not a vegetarian or vegan, try to have maybe fish in the evening time or work with your lentils or your peas or your, uh, in terms of your protein, avocados are the greatest. Because avocados will lubricate those joints. So for those who are having like uh, knee issues and stuff, you could, that will help lubricate those joints. And it's also a natural laxative. So mm -hmm. I have the avocado in the place of your protein. Have a huge salad. Um, put all types of greens in it. And then you may have a steamed vegetable. If you're going to have a starch, make it a whole grain starch. Make it quinoa or a little couscous or black rice. And then you have a wonderful meal. When that meal is done, don't go for seconds. When the sun goes down and you had your dinner, 
then have a fruit bowl in the evening, a cup of herbal tea or fresh juice. So it's just a few things you can do to get your lungs um, back and to um, boost up your, your system, boost up your immune system. What about other survival tactics? And you'll be, you'll be um, happy to hear just yesterday, I actually went and got colonic hydrotherapy. Oh, come on now. You're serious about your healing. I yes. was a colon therapist for 15 years. So you know, I believe in a clean colon. The colon is the map of the body. So when you keep the colon cleansed and you're eating well, you can't clean up the colon and then go back to old toxic foods because you just repeat the cycle. The right side of the colon corresponds with your head. So that clears out if you have headaches, loss of hearing, science congestion, um, pain around the gums. That's the ascending colon on the right side. So we, you, may, you may take a few colons to get to the ascending. But in the meantime, around the transverse from right to left, that controls your respiratory, your lungs, your, and then the, the descending controls your kidneys and your prostate and your knees and your legs and your ankles. So as you're cleaning out, make sure what you put in is whole foods, organic and whenever possible, um, eating a, a proper food combination. And I also hear that you're a dancer. You told me that well, I you, am. Are you still doing dance? And what are some of the songs that get you moving? Well, I mean, I, you know, I have developed a system. The system is called womb yoga dance because I'm a yogini from way back in the 60s and the 70s. And then I did modern dance and I did African dance and Brazilian dance and Haitian dance and a very little bit of ballet. But anyway, all of that together has developed a system based on an ancient African Nile Valley teachings. So I've made it into a whole language. That's what dance does, it's a language. And so it says from waking up your intuition to blossoming, coming out of the mud. So each movement is, is speaking to your higher self. So those, those movements is called Abuamka Wum Yoga Dance. But I also dance to all kinds. Of, I love Stevie Wonder's music. It gets me very charged up. I, I love um, I just love all I love all forms of music. And because we are music, and when we start to get into rhythm, that's our culture. Get into rhythm, you start to um, release those endorphins. You start to um, uh, to resolve some issues that you're having through dance. Now, if you're eating well and you're dancing and you're drinking your water and you 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 know you are not holding grudges, all of that then you're, you're moving in a sacred flow. And then everything in your life begins to heal and everything in your life begins to work. Your relationships begin to work. Your finances begin to work. All of that is through movement. And because I'm a biker too, you know, I believe find, find the movement that you love. I do some mountain climbing. So find something that works for you. And then you might have two or three forms of movement so that you continue to be younger as you get older. That's the secret. You mentioned Brooklyn earlier. I cover a player named Kyrie Irving who returned to his former team, the Boston Celtics, and he was burning sage in the building and people were laughing. And also, I know you're in the Palo Santo as well. I know that he wasn't allowed to be smoking indoors, so that is what made it illegal. However, can you talk about the effects and how you use sage and palo santo. Mm -hmm. Well, those are those are herbs. I like to have herbs for the physical body. Then there's herbs for healing the spiritual body. The spiritual body is really your how you think of yourself, how you treat others. It's your God state. It's your divine state. 
And so when you when you are striving to clean up your life, you're maybe attracting a lot of toxic people, miscommunications, carrying some old trauma from your past. It's a wonderful way to begin to purify. So you can burn it and walk through your home and clockwise and start to clear out your home because your home has to be a place where you heal. I look at the home as a healing home. And by cleaning it up spiritually, that it cuts down on arguments and confusion and um, getting trying to get the last word or the tug of war. So you got to clean up and you can take the sage and you can take it as an oil and you can put it in water and you can put a little, uh, a few drops of rose oil and just roses for emotional heart healing and the sage is for purification. Masanto works the same. And then you could just wash your house, open up the window. Spring is coming. This is the time for spring cleaning. Mm-hmm. And by doing, and then you can get the sage and you can burn it out, you know, as a burning. And you can also anoint yourself. So people who are negative not going to want to hug you <laughs> 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 and drop their problems, their pain on you. So there's so many ways. You can, if you want to clear your mind, you can put it up um, on your bed, on your pillow and put a few drops around your pillow. So when you're going into the your alpha state and you're going to your dream state, you want to not have stress and anxiety so when you wake up you're going to feel refreshed and renewed and you're not going to be uh you know stressing your because how you start your day is how your day will be so these are just different ways to use the sage as well as frankincense and myrrh as well as the lotus oil these are all that's aromatherapy that's african natural lifestyle holistic health is actually african natural lifestyle reiki uh the original healers of reiki was asin nebit head they're the mothers of civilization so in that flow, it was Reiki African natural lifestyle, color therapy, aromatherapy. It's all African natural lifestyle from the beginning of time. Um, hydrotherapy, water treatments, healing baths, yoga, meditation. It's all African natural lifestyle. It's not new age. It didn't just show up. It's been there from the beginning of time. In my studies and my research in writing Sacred Woman's book, I I was living as a holistic practitioner, it dated itself back to African natural lifestyle. And that really gave me such a a base to work from. And so much came out of that. And so the identity of being strong in it, like this is our culture and we can be empowered and we can get rid of our high blood pressure because we're taking on a holistic life. We can get rid of our um, obesity because it's really your emotional emotional eating. You get men with prostate cancer, you can prevent it. Women with fibroid tumors, you can overcome that. All Everything that is an issue, if we take on a holistic lifestyle. And so you mentioned the sage, the, um, you mentioned the, the cleansing of using the, the barks and berries and all that. That's all a part of tapping in to your inner healer. Because that's the goal, to tap mm-hmm. into your inner healer. And when well, you I'm tap talking. in, tapping into your inner healer mm-hmm. is primary. That gives you the confidence to begin to heal thyself. My first center when I opened up, it was called Heal Thyself. My first book that I wrote was called Heal Thyself. It's still out there 35 years, 40 years later. And why did I call it that? Because I was able to heal myself. Mm. Now, you, if you're sitting in your position, continue sitting in your position, but you know what's going to happen? Your physician's going to say, wait a minute, your blood pressure's been, you've been having blood pressure the last 10 years. You don't have it anymore. What's happening? Well, you might be taking some garlic and some leeks. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. There's birth the pressure down. Um, wow, I, you, you seem to be more c- calmer. You're taking your B-complex and you're taking that in your foods. 
So everything that we are suffering from is just to a lack of knowledge. And that's why I end up teaching. I, I teach it to empower us to set up a wellness home and to set up a, a wellness lifestyle. And you've done an amazing job of being a teacher. You're a mother of three, one of whom is the rapper Supernova Slam. <laughs> you help bring health and wellness to the hip hop community. But through your books and workshops, you have positioned yourself as the spiritual mother and caretaker, as I mentioned, to so many around the world. And we so graciously appreciate you, including mm -hmm. artists like the Nate Nipsey Hustle, Lauren yes. Munster, oh. Jada Pickett-Smith. What do you think it is about you and your teachings that attracts artists and these creative beings? Well, actually, my uh, on my path in my early days, I used to be of a doo-wop group. Mm. I was a dancer, active dancer. I was a singer. I was in a company called the Demigods. And if you audition, you can get into the Demigods, that company. Um, Joseph Walker, he passed since then, but he did a play called The River Niger on Broadway. And if you pass... Um, the audition, then he would he would cultivate you in all forms of dance and playwriting and all of that. So that was how I thought I was going to live my life out fully as an artist. It just worked out that I got rid of my asthma, all my issues. I got caught up in the rapture of wellness. And I said, oh my gosh, I just could not help but really teach from that place and, and work from that place. So that's the artist in me that connects to the artist and others. And then also, you know, I'm I'm a mature woman. But I feel like I'm 25 years old and I still do the same things. I still run. I get on my bike. I do my headstands. I'm doing the same things I did in my 20s because of the lifestyle. So that's kind of phenomenal to people. They're like, well, how she has all this knowledge and she still can keep up with all of us in our 20s and 30s. And she's fly and she's got her colors and all that stuff going on. And our culture is like that. So it keeps the healing keeps you fresh. It keeps you alive. It keeps your mind sharp. It keeps you flexible. It keeps you loving. But one thing about growing old is really, you should never grow old. You should grow wiser. Mm. To grow old is being angry. As you get old, you have, you're angry at this person, that one, that one, and that oh. one. From what they did in 2001, somebody did in 2010, and now you're building up all this anger and all these unresolved relationships. I think that's what, what connects me to the people. Wow, this is incredible. I'm learning so very much, and it's such an honor to be in your presence once again. I hope to get a chance to see and visit with you soon. But before I let you get out of here. That's a song. Before I let you go. That's a song back in the day. Have a rapid fire segment called Gone in 60 Seconds. You ready to do this, Queen of Four? Yep. Let's go. Let's, let's take the ride. Name one wellness leader who has deeply influenced you. Dick Gregory. He influenced me. Yes, I would say Dick Gregory because he was the first one that I would, and, and Dr. Africa, he's an ancestor now. Those two, I would say, that influenced me, inspired me. And Dr. Africa was one of my, my homies, my friend also, so yeah, he's still with me. As a divine holistic healer and woman who is aligned in health and spirituality, what is the one thing you can definitely be better at and practice more? What I can practice at is being consistent mm. and, not, and, and, and not carrying the burdens of my community you know i i carried i feel like i carried the burdens and the sadness and the pain and the struggle and everything and so i just want to shine so much light that my light will shine so much to inspire others and to be fearless on your journey and your transformation so i just want to keep my light lit 
and no matter what happens, no matter what changes I go through, I just want to stay very charged up with the light of the most high. That is incredible. If you can name one black leader today who is currently advocating for change, that should be printed in future history textbooks, who would it be? I'm going to say my daughter. Mm. I'm going to say to her, because she is the future, she is about housing justice. And I stand with her with the housing justice. 19,000, uh, her name is Sharice Rashida Terrain, 19,000 black and brown people in Brooklyn in Crowns Heights have been displaced out of their homes. And in that 15,000 uh, Europeans have been placed inside of the same community. So she has been fighting for the justice so, so that we don't lose our homes and that we don't lose our, our history because our history is in our homes and our relationships are in our homes. It's about sacred homes. So I, she, she has become my Shiro, my daughter, I birthed her. And she was born March the 8th of International Women's Day. And wow. so, you know, and that's a, that number is a, is a number of power and majesty and building and economics. So, yeah. In incredible. As somebody that is so very fortunate that I lost my late mother, who's a black oh. queen, and I have two daughters as well. And to have you on the show and even the producer of this show, that's why I honor it was only right. Oh, that's that you are essential. Oh, my Absolutely. goodness. How old are your daughters? What are the ages? Your honor. My oldest daughter will be 22 in July and my youngest will be 16 in June. So we have so something for both of them. Yes. We have your oldest daughter come into the Sacred Women Rites of Passage. The 12-week program is beginning in just two weeks. And we have, so and we also have to put your young daughter. We have, we just blossomed it. It's called the Sacred Teens from age 13 to 16. They must have their rights of passage as women. It will empower them for the yes. rest of their lives. And it's yes. a, and the women that are part of that, they are grandmothers and mothers. There's thousands of women in the world. So we want to embrace the daughters and that will help to support them because you know, the family is not as, the ancestry is there. They're ancestors now. So they need the physical strengthening for yes. the women. And my oldest works in multimedia. My youngest plays sports. They listen to this show. Y'all heard Queen of Four. Make sure <laughs> to follow. And everybody else take the lessons, the dietary lessons, the health, the wellness, the advice. I wrote it down. Two limes, warm water, ginger. I'm going to be fixing my mute because you got a lot of game here. Oh, I have to it's send you a gift. I have to send you a gift. It's going to check. Anywhere. Yes. Oh, my God. I'm going to send you a gift. It's called my, my formula. I have formulas. It's called Breath of Life. Yes. Laura London, she put it up one bottle and my whole world shifted. I want to send you a bottle of Breath of Life and you're going to testify. Watch that. You're yes, going to up in three to four days. Yes, ma'am. It will be my honor. I love you, Queen, and looking forward to seeing you soon. Thank you. Give thanks. Thank you for having me. Last call. Last call. I'd like to thank my guest, Queen of Fool, for stopping by the podcast. She enlightened me to so many home remedies I can start using right now to get myself right. One thing about our conversation that stood out to me is how much she admires her kids. When I asked her which black hero today should be the future in textbooks, 
She didn't say anyone well-known or super popular like Stacey Abrams or Benjamin Crump. She said her daughter, who's a housing activist, inspires her every day. Let that be a lesson to you. Look for your local heroes who are helping directly to make your community and the world a better place. And when you get an opportunity, make sure you show them love, shout them out. Let us know who they are. I'm the Renaissance Man. See you next week.